If you have benefited from resources produced by G3 Ministries, would you consider donating to support us? Even a few dollars helps us to continue to publish free curricula, articles, podcasts, video resources, and more. Visit g3min.org give or open the G3 app to give a one-time or monthly donation. Articles from G3 Ministries John Gill and the Fall of Babylon Written by Chipley McQueen Thornton Revelation 18, verse 2a Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place for demons. Revelation 18 records the burning of Babylon. As we've discovered throughout, for Gill, nearly everything bad traces back to the Roman Catholic Church. Therefore, God reserves His harshest judgments for her in the end. Revelation 18 Summary Perhaps a quick summary will clarify some things. First, Gill sees Babylon as the Roman Catholic Church and her tentacles, which reach deep into societies over which she has jurisdiction. Second, these plagues, verse 4, are the physical outplaying of the seven bold judgments from Revelation chapter 16. Third, Gill proposes Rome and the Romish system will be burnt, literally and metaphorically. The city and the whole system will be destroyed. The ten kings who ceded their powers to the beast, that is the Pope, in Revelation chapter 17 verses 12 through 17 will turn on the beast. The civil rulers will be the human instruments which administer the seven bold judgments, which destroys the Pope, Roman Catholicism, and the Roman Church State. Babylon Gill believes Babylon is Rome papal. Specifically, he takes this as the Roman Catholic Church and her civil influence on society. He even carves out from these judgments the European nations and the pagan and Islamic nations. The execution and timing. In the previous chapter, Gill presented a scenario in which the ten kings represent ten kingdoms who give over their power to the Pope's rule. The Pope harnesses these civil powers to set up a church-state reign of terror on God's children. He will possess unprecedented power of both religion and state to make war on the Lamb. Yet the previous chapter also indicates these ten kings will come to hate the wicked church-state system. They will turn on it and burn down the system. Gill hinted in the previous chapter that this could be at the beginning of the latter-day glory when Christian princes and kings convert to Christianity. Here, he seems more certain of it. Quote, This will not be private, but public revenge, inflicted by Christian princes and magistrates, who are ministers of God and revengers to execute wrath on them that do evil. 
Close quote. John Gill comments on Revelation 18, verse 6. He appears to think it is a mixture of both. Some civil authorities turn on the Pope due to jealousy. Others turn on the Pope due to conversion to Christianity. The Symbolism Under Gill's rubric, much of Revelation 18 is symbolic. For instance, the merchants in verse 3, who are later said to be the great men of the earth in verse 23, are spiritual profiteers, the cardinals, archbishops, and bishops. Gill states, quote, They are such who make merchandise of men and pretend to sell them heaven and the salvation of their souls. These are they that deal in pardons and indulgences, which they sell to ignorant people, and for a sum of money say mass to fetch souls out of purgatory. All things have been saleable at Rome, crucifixes, priests, altars, temples, prayers, heaven, Christ, yea, God himself, as the poet Manchuan expresses it, And because of these idolatries and wicked practices, Rome will be at last destroyed. Close quote. John Gill comments on Revelation 18, verse 3. Gill later claims, quote, They have pretended to have had the very liquid blood of Christ. Close quote which they would show once a person, quote, had given a good deal of money, close quote. His exegetical justification for such assertions is found in verse 13. The merchants buy and sell, quote, human souls, close quote, which is the Greek word suke or souls. It follows that the ships equal the diocese abbeys, priories, and monasteries. The shipmasters equal the leaders of the aforementioned, bishops, abbots, priors, and heads of the monasteries. And the sailors equal the emissaries and spokesmen sent out by the Pope. All of these worked in concert to create and perpetuate a false system of religious beliefs that reaches deep into the civil sphere. Here is a flavor of Gill's perception. Quote, The Romish priests pretend to redeem souls out of purgatory for such a sum of money and sell pardons and indulgences, say mass, and promise heaven itself for money. These fruits may intend universal dominion over nations and churches, the obedience of kings and princes, riches, honors, and pleasures of all sorts. Close quote. John Gill comments on Revelation 18, verse 14 and verse 15. The result is a one-world religion of sorts, which makes war on any Christian nonconformists. Reflections We have nothing new to critique here. 
We already have questioned whether Gill was too myopic, focused too exclusively on the Roman Catholic Church. For John's part, perhaps he had his first-century dealings with Rome and its secularist worldview in mind as Babylon. Rome was saturated with materialism, sexual immorality, and the blood of the martyrs. He himself was exiled on an island by that wicked system at the time he wrote these words. In Gill's day, we cannot argue that the Roman Catholic Church and her history of atrocities, in the name of God, no less, was unthinkable. In our day, we might ask, could this happen on an even larger scale in the future? Could Babylon be Satan's wicked world system that gets even wickeder in the final days? Indeed, the natural reading of Revelation indicates this judgment is poured out on earth dwellers who refused to repent and give God glory. Revelation 16 verse 9. Not merely those under the Roman Catholic Church's jurisdiction, as Gill suggests. Certainly the language in Revelation 18 lends itself to worldwide, not limited in scope, destruction. At the same time, no one knows the future. Perhaps greater atrocities than we can comprehend in the moment will arise in the future. Further, we can envision one greater than even the Pope arising someday. Harnessing all false religions and secularism under his power. Or, perhaps the Roman popes will rise to prominence again, as they have throughout history, to wield such religious and civil power as Gill predicts. We hesitate to speculate. Gill, however, does present a reasoned view, and for that we are appreciative. You don't have to agree with him, but reading him does help clarify this much. There will be a burning down of Satan's world system, religious and secular, in the final days, whatever that system might look like.